Hello, rockers and Mercuryans. Good morning. Welcome to the Rock Mercury the Mercury podcast. This is how I've been looking in the mornings. This is how I've been looking in the mornings, lady, due to my new braiding routine. So you're gonna watch me butterfly into something that doesn't look like Davy's Locker from SpongeBob. <laughs> um, but these beard, these braid beards have been so helpful in keeping everything detangled and moisturized. It looks so insane. I feel I should I should do a photo shoot in this at some point, but yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and um, ooh, hold on, you guys. I feel like I need to turn these front lights on because it's kind of dark. But anyway, this is fine. This is fine. It's good enough. Um, with some sunlight, not just on the back. Some green juice here too, or green shake or smoothie. I don't know what this is. I don't know. If this is a, I think it's a shake. I think she made it in a blender. I'm gonna shake it up real good. Mm, shaking up real, real nice. And then we're gonna get into unbraiding all this hair so I can show y'all what I do every morning. It takes really easy to braid these up. Like I do it while I'm watching YouTube or, you know, just like watch or talking to a family, whatever. I just braid them up, keep everything looking right in the morning. All right, here is the juice. It's like kale and all kind of fruit and veggie thing, I believe. Mmm, tastes very great, very refreshing. Perfect for a morning, morning um, refresher. Mm-hmm. All right, very good. Oh, hold on. Okay, I like that. I like that a lot. Uh-oh, you dropped someone's table. All right, let's get into these braids. Let's get into it. I think I'm my hands are. So, because I've taken them out and talking, I have I had like a little epiphany this morning and last night. I've been kind of feeling like, I don't know, I've been kind of feeling a little bit off at times. It's like, oh, like, you know, you kind of want, like, after, after you divorce, like, I'm fine. Like, I, I don't want anything to do with any of my exes at all. It's just more of like, you want that companionship, you want... You think you're like dating is better. Sometimes you forget after you've been in like a bad relationship, you forget how things are. And you sometimes want like another one. <laughs> so, and I'm like, well, I definitely want the dynamics to be different. And I'm very, I'm very big believer in manifestation. I'm a believer in like manifesting your um, your next partner, your next life moves, whatever it is in your life. Like I believe you have to really manifest it to have it clearly appear in your life. And I wasn't really sure what I want the next relationship to look like, but I thought I thought about it today, and I thought about more of like how I am as a person, and how I don't really like being told I, I'm, I do not do well with authority at all. Like I love I love freedom, I love owning myself, and even though sometimes I came on come on here and I'm like, oh, I want to. Um, uh, uh. My nephew's over there, by the way. That's why you hear baby noises. He's so cute. Um. But yeah, like I, I know sometimes I'm like, oh, I want to come on here. I'm gonna get me a billionaire. I'm gonna date a billionaire this time because my last ex was broke. Um, he didn't have to be broke, but he was just broke in his spirit and broke in his life. It was really sad. Um, I'm like, I'm gonna get me a billionaire next time. Like, forget this mess. Like, I'm gonna, you know, evol evolve past all that. Um, but then as I think about it, it's like. Uh, there's not that many billionaires out there. Not, not that I can't find one. I've definitely been around multiple billionaires, and I've actually been intimate with few, with quite a few of them, to be honest, because they're in, in Los Angeles. But it's like like a lot of billionaires. They want you to do what they what they want you to do. 
You know, like they own the money. Like it's not like they're gonna give you their card. And like even if you, even if they did, it's not your money. It's not your wealth. You know, I want my own situation. Like I rather, I kind of rather be daddy in a relationship. I really thought about it. I'm like, wait, that's like I think that's what I would rather have the situation. Like then you have the control in the relationship. Not that I'll be controlling, but I just don't want to have to ask for anything myself. I rather have it all already. And I and I like kind of set the set the hope how things go. You know, like, I don't want to be in a, in a situation where I need anything for anyone, but I enjoy the company. I rather just enjoy the company. Um, hold on. Mm. Okay. I really just, like, enjoy the company of a cool person who, like, I'm I'm good with, you know, um, who, I, who I can resonate with and stuff like that, and go from there, like... I don't even know if I'll get married again. I don't think I'll get married. Um, Holly Joe says, just sitting here at work waiting for you to show your face. Oh my gosh, here I am. Here I is. <laughs> What's up, Holly Joe? I'm, I'm doing my braids. I'm showing people how you can transform as I, as I talk about my morning manifestation because I had like a lot of dreams last night. I've been having more dreams and it's just been, you know, it's been interesting. Like I'm in a very a very content space in life right now. Very thankful for everything. Very happy with what I do per day. I wish I had more time to do more music. That's all I wish I had, but I love everything I'm doing, so it's kind of hard to carve time out from what I already love. But I'm gonna figure out how to make some more music for you guys and more other content. But I am working a lot. Like, I'm working on a lot of the projects I'm doing, but relationship-wise, that's a big thing for me. It's always has been something that I desired, like a real partner, a, a real loyal partner. And the first thing I, th I talked to my sister about it a little bit, and the first thing she said was like, well, make sure nobody uses you. And I feel like I have such a good, like, um, radar now of users that I would just cut it off immediately. Like, I've already been, I've already been, I've been around that already. I've already experienced it. Like, I just don't think that they can catch me again. Like, I would, the second that, I don't care how hot they are, I don't care how, whatever, whatever they are, crazy, I don't care. Like, if they are going, if, if I feel that user spirit, and I actually felt that it was a super hot one. I think I told y'all about him. Like, a few, it was like last year or something. Just super hottie. Um, definitely my type. Um, tall, taller than me, even. Um, not, that, not that height really matters that much, but like, yeah, anyways, he was like super, just like super hot. Like, would have been total vibes for, and his auto, he was like on his grind too. He had like a, he had his own career going too for him, even though he was like, I think he was like 25 or something. Um, and he was just like, cool. He was just, I don't know, it was hot. He seemed like really cool. Um, but he said a few things that I just caught on to. Like you can catch, if you if you listen to the words that people say, they'll tell you everything about them. You can't get caught up into the, like, oh, they're so hot. I'm just in love. Like, oh, it's okay. Like, oh, they didn't mean that. I didn't. No, I listened to everything. And so I heard the way that he was talking, like, the way that he, like, had made, like, some slight, some side comments. And the way he was trying to move things so fast. I was like, hmm, this is sketchy. This is sketchy. Like, you're going to be a problem in the future. Um, and so as hot as he was and has everything I'm talking about, head to toe, like perfect like supermodel vibes like super high i was like mm. he was in he was he was like instantly trying to get hitched with me and stuff like not 
hitched or like just he was down and said he was very much interested and I was like you know this is not going to be a healthy situation like this person has a lot of growing to do um and I'm not interested in dealing with this even as a friend like I don't need any more friends I'm very happy with the friends I have so I don't like to be like oh we can be friends let's be friends like no let's be nothing let's be strangers again <laughs> Let's be strangers, babes, because I don't, I literally don't have time for friends, for extra friends anymore. Um, this is my beard. It's out. I thought this lighting is not the best lighting. Should I turn this backlight off? Would that work? Hold on, you guys. Hold on one second. Let me check. I feel like if I turn the backlight off, it might rebalance the lighting. That didn't really work that well. Kinda, I don't know. Anyway, so I was just, I, I like, I immediately ghosted that person. First, I like, I, I text back a few times because I was kind of see if, that, if, I, if what I felt was right. And the first text back was like, he was like telling me all these issues he's going through. And it was like very like, like just unloading on me. And I'm like, I was just calling, I was saying, hey, how are you? Whatever, because you had messaged me as I was responding. And it was instant, like, all like, oh, I'm doing this and I'm dealing with this, I'm dealing with that. I'm like, oh, I don't need more drama. I don't need any more drama. Mm-mm. Don't want no drama, ma. No. So I, like, ghosted him. And like I said before, I have a different view on ghosting than a lot of people do. People are like, oh, ghosting is so rude. How could you ghost somebody? I'm doing my braids right now. I'm doing the back braid. I have four big braids in, you guys. But go people are like, oh, ghosting, that's such a bad thing to do. Da, 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 da. It's like, not really. Like, if you're not interested, just stop responding. Like, the more you respond to something, the more it's going to become, you know, like an added part of your life or something. So, so I just, I ghosted that situation. And only, like, we only met once. But he was, like, trying to push things far. He tried to message a lot. And it was just, and he was super hot, you guys. Like, super, super hot. And then I ended up seeing him like a few weeks later at this um, LGBT, LGBT facility that you have to check your ID in at the front for a house where you bathe in, <laughs> if you know what I mean. So I saw him up there, but he didn't, we didn't talk at all. Like, I don't, I don't even know if he, know, if he knows I saw him. Cause I go out there just to like sit and get suntan and chill, you like, you know, it kind of, but I don't really go to those places anymore because they're, they're too low frequency. So I don't really go there. But at that time, I went to one. And he just happened to be there at the same time. It was one of the ones where my ex used to go to cheat on me at. And so I'm like, hmm, I wonder what this place is like. I wonder if it was if it's worth the marriage. <laughs> so I went to it, and it really wasn't. It was kind of trashy in the place. But this guy was there, so I'm like, good call of me to ghost this person. Because they weren't, like, the vibes that I needed for, like, a real loyal partner. Um, Stephen Duke says, those are really things still. LOL, I just saw that on Dahmer. Oh, yes. They are very much still things. And that's where probably other Dahmer impersonators probably go there to find their next victims. Um, but, yeah, those are very much still a thing. They have a big one here in Houston. It's called Club Houston, and it's like a very, um, it's a, it's a nice one, honestly. Like, they have a big old pool and hot tub, very chlorinated, 
because for, for obvious reasons, it's very chlorinated. <laughs> um, so I don't really get into that water. But um, I like to sit outside and like get suntan and stuff, make videos, stuff like that. But I don't really mess with anybody there because it's like these people are for the streets. Um, but it's just nice to be somewhere where you can be free and be in your birthday suit. But some of them are really seedy, these places. And the one I went to when I saw that guy was kind of seedy. But they had like a rooftop deck in downtown LA where you can kind of see all the buildings around and the moon and the stars and stuff. Well, there's no stars in LA because it's weird. Like, isn't LA? LA is the city of the stars. But then there's no stars there because it's so much smog that it covers it all up. Just like all the fakeness. Hold on. Mm. Okay, he was about to do a headstand with the watch. But yeah, they, those places are still around. Um, and yeah, so just, I just, I caught on to it. But I'm like realizing now, I'm like, okay, well, if I'm gonna manifest my next situation, do I wanna be, like, I've dated rich guys before, like super rich people. And I don't know, it doesn't, it, it feels stressful almost. It feels like, cause they're, they're like looking out to, Make sure they are being taken advantage of, or whatever, which I get. But then they try to, they have this complex as if they're better than you because they're rich. And I'm like, mm, I'm good on you. Like, I don't want that energy. I don't want anyone trying to check and balance me or something like that. Like, it's not, it's not the vibe. Like, I don't want to go to you and be like, oh, can I have a bigger allowance? Can I do this? Like, no. But I wouldn't mind giving an allowance to a partner. I wouldn't mind having, like, that or we could be equal that's fine too i'm down for like an equal partner too like that's also like super rich and stuff we could just do stuff whatever we want to do that'd be hot too but i think that maybe that's what i want maybe that's because i feel like if they have aspirations too and if they're building something that's probably the best most balanced way to have a partnership you both have your own things going but then i kind of like that situation of like having, like being the daddy in a relationship because then you can't, you guys can always like be together and stuff because usually they don't have nothing to do. <laughs> like they're just hanging, like they're, they can like hang with you and stuff and you pay for their lifestyle. Um, I don't know, I'm kind of down, I don't know, I'm kind of down for that. Like, I don't, I feel like that might be cool, but I don't know, the part, I think equal probably is the best to be, the healthiest. Now that I'm thinking about it, like even though I like, I don't mind doing, playing the daddy role. Like, um, I think that maybe equal is the best. But I want them to be like younger because I don't want, I realize like I'm really terrified of like dying and stuff. Not terrified, honestly. I'm fine with that, I get it, but I just don't want to see like to love somebody and then to lose them because like that's, like that's how life is. But. Not saying a young person, you can't lose that either, because that's true, it's totally true. You can definitely lose anyone at any age. You never know how long you have left on earth, but I feel like the chances are different. If you date somebody older than you, then you're gonna probably have to bury that person at some point, because that's just how life is. Um, and then the same age as you, then you have to, you're gonna deal with, you know, you have to see which one's gonna go first. You know, that's heartbreaking. It's just so sad. I know that's kind of selfish, but like it's so sad to like fall in love and have somebody and then you have to like lose that person you like by their deathbed and stuff and like that's just so heartbreaking like it's so terrifying um but like i said even if you get somebody younger it doesn't mean that they're not gonna still pass before you like people people have their kids pass away like all the time 
So it's like not really, not really like you can save yourself from that. But I don't know. I just feel like if I, I feel like I would rather like a little bit younger, maybe like five or six years younger or something. I don't know. Um, we'll see. I don't. I used to, I used to date older though, so it's like I don't know. I don't know how that would be. Cause I like mature people, so I don't know if I can handle like somebody younger and immature and like, saying dumb stuff. Um, Stephen Duke says the time. I went and was driving in. Well, it was driving in. I was immediately disgusted. How you could, how you could just see the cloud. Oh my God! Yes, in LA you can see the cloud. Oh my God, Stephen Duke. At first, I thought you were gonna say that you were driving into a, a bathhouse. I'm like Stephen. You said that you were straight as an arrow. Are you really straight as a spaghetti noodle in boiling water? What's going on, Stephen Duke? Going to these bathhouses. Ooh, these houses of baths. Sorry. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, but no, you meant LA. LA is a big old huge house of baths. It needs a bath, LA. LA is so dirty, you guys. The dirtiest place. Something crazy happened, you guys. Like, my car in LA got vandalized for no reason. They didn't even steal anything, but they vandalized one of my cars. I have two cars out there, and I have one here. And somebody vandalized, vandalized it, and now we have to get it fixed. And it's just so stupid. It's like, and... It was in downtown LA, and it's just like, are you serious? Like, people are so unhinged. So much violence going on, and the police would do nothing about it. Like, the police won't do nothing. They're just gonna let it keep on happening. They're just gonna be like, oh, well, sorry, there's no video. And even if you get them videos, like, they don't care. So now it's all up to us to, like, pay for the damages, and no reason. It's an un untargeted situation. Not, you see, it's just really crazy, you know? Um, Stephen Duke says, I love being in control. I love being in control like that. Kind of toxic. Toxic. Oh my God, Stephen Duke understands me. That's not, is that why you're watching me? Are we the same? Are we like similar? I feel like people, similar people watch each other. Because I definitely, I don't know, I wouldn't mind having that kind of control. But like, okay, here's, you know, like, and I want, I want to give them, like, every time I do something, I want, like, want to make sure that they know, like, hey, like, I'm gifting this, but you don't own this. Like, this is something I work for. And not in a way where I own them, but just like, I want, want you just want to be appreciated. I think that's what it is. Like when you go through relationships so you don't feel appreciated, you just want to assure appreciation. And I feel like everybody's God is money. And so I just feel like, why not? Why not just like be the main provider or whatever? Like money is just one source. Like if that person can bring in other, other levels of the relationship, I'll treat them as equally still. But like it would be like financially, I would just cover that part. I would like be the the um, I would be the main provider, or whatever. I would just like be the hustler. But I don't want to ask anybody for anything unless I really just not. I don't want that. Um, hold on, let's see. Um. Stephen Duke says, straight as an arrow. My my little brother-in-law says, you can't be just straight. We argue, we argue that all the time. I used to think that too, but I think that's projection. When I was like more closeted, I thought like, we're not, when I first came out, I'm like, oh, there's no way somebody can be straight. Like there's always on the spectrum, there's always, but, but as I think about it, I don't think that's true. I think that people can be literally straight. Like. I think people are very secure. So there's people who are very secure in their sexuality, but as a closeted person, you start feeling like as if a lot of people are just being closeted as you. You project 
your closetization onto others and you're like, oh, well, I wasn't living my truth. This person probably isn't living their truth. They don't know how, how much fun it would be to do certain activities, certain rainbow activities. <laughs> um, you know, you think that, but then you like realize, if, but if you're really real about it, you're like, well, that's not true. Like some people really just are, they're, they're straight. They're just straight. They're like, that's what they are. And I respect that. But I've definitely been, I think also because I've been with a lot of people who were closeted, who identified as straight or whatever, and they had like, you know, families or whatever. At the, t- at the time, not anymore, I would never do that now. But like back then, when you're like, you know, in the culture, in the CD LGBT culture where all kinds of stuff happens, you end up with people who have that, that tan line on their ring finger, you know, because their ring is not on right now. But, you know... The kids at home like, Daddy, where's Daddy? Daddy, Daddy's getting daddied right now, you know? And that's just not healthy. And so you start thinking, like, all of them are, are that way. But it's not true. That's not, like, that's not really how it goes. It's not, te- it's not technically, it's just not technically the reality. Like, there really are straight people out there. And there needs to be straight people. Otherwise, we're not going to have any kids in the world. <laughs> like, we need to, <laughs> we need to be able to keep birthday so I'm thankful to straight people and now I have a lot of gratitude for them but it's hard to understand when your when your view of the straight people you've been around have been on their knees <laughs> but it's it's um it's that's not always the case that's just it's a very specific environment that the LGBT world experiences so it just it can make it all seem like everything is kind of noodly you know um, and also, there's a, there's a thing, there's a reality that some the straight guys, they, they get, if they get offered enough money, they're going to do some things that may not be so straight. It doesn't mean that they're not straight. That's just real. That is, that just, people do a lot of things for money. <laughs> so, I'm not saying I would offer money for that, but it's like, that's, that also makes you confused. Like, wait, how can you do that if you're straight? But it's like, shoot, a thousand dollars is a thousand dollars. Or ten thousand, or two, whatever, how many thousand? A lot of times it's like a, a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> it's enough for some of these people because they're like they don't care. They know what they, they know their react. They know their identity, and so they're like they'll do whatever they need to do for that. What they're what they're trying to get that moment, but that doesn't mean that doesn't change what they're about. So I don't know. This world is crazy, and it also doesn't put them on the spectrum. Oh. Is throwing stuff everywhere. Um, Stephen Duke says, "Yeah, and like, and like you said, when I have free time, I don't have to to plan them, plan with them. They're just waiting. Exactly. That's the part, Stephen. I know. Thank you. I feel less toxic, but I think maybe maybe we're just both toxic and we're like having this conversation. But I do feel that. Like, if you're in the daddy role, they're not out here in their own career, like somewhere traveling for work or something. Like, they're they're chilling. They're." They're at the house looking hot. <laughs> you know, keeping an eye on the maids, making sure the maids don't steal anything. Not that they would steal anything, because you're going to get good maids and a lot of security cameras. But um, it's just like, that's, that's another good reason to have like a daddy role and get them that good gym membership. Like, tell, I would just tell them, like, if they, cheat, if they cheat on me, it's over. Like, I would never be violent, never be like anything that's, you know, I, I'll be faithful. But it's like, if they cheat, it's done, and that's it. Like, there's no, there's no like, because that's one thing I'll never tolerate again. 
you need loyalty in this world. Loyalty is so hard to find. And so, loyalty is worth paying for. I think that's the part. Loyalty is worth paying for, so. And the reason why this is an important epiphany for me is because now I can just focus on my company and my business, building what I want to be so that I can be the best daddy I can be. <laughs> you know, like, so the focus changes. The focus ends up being like a little different. Um, Stephen Duke says, of course, treat them equal. I'm some of them don't treat them equal. But like I said, I've dated rich people and they do not treat you equal. <laughs> some of them don't. Some of them do, but like it's, some of them are like very much elitist and all that kind of pie. Um, Stephen Duke says, um, but he tells me he would never touch a girl. Oh my God, yeah, Steve, that's hilarious that Stephen, Stephen, your, your brother-in-law is, or your brother, or I guess it's your, bro, your girlfriend's brother, but like, um, that is crazy that he would say that you have to be on the spectrum, but then he would never be with a girl. So it's like, he just proved, just proved himself wrong. Like, he's so chipping. He's young, he's younger though, right? Steven, you also didn't send me his, or you said you said he's off of social media for this whole month, but you better send me his, his, um, his spicy content. So you said that he does spicy content, so I wanna know, I want to see who you're talking about for research purposes. So we, you already told me you would. So I know. I know. Once he's back on, you'll let me know. But that is. That's so hyper. That's hypocritical. And I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I think women are amazing and queens. But like, I'm not interested in them in that kind of way. And I respect that. And so it was really crazy of me to think that there was a spectrum only for one side. You know. So. I'm seeing. Let's see. Stephen Duke says, everyone has their price. Everyone does have their price, that's true. That's very, very true. Everyone does have their price for everything. Mm-hmm. That's just a fact, that's how it is. Um, let's see. Stephen Dick says, like your own personal prize. Exactly. That's real. As long as it's like, as long as it's upfront and it's not like this, this fake thing. As long as it's not like a, a hidden, a hidden agenda or something. Like it's, I don't, I, it's a, it's a personal prize. Yeah. That's what they call trophy, a trophy situation. <laughs> Nothing wrong with having trophies. Everybody loves trophies. Um, Stephen Dick, I mean, you buy a nice car and like houses and stuff and all that. So like, why not buy that? Buy, buy your loyalty. <laughs> um, Stephen Duke says you can manip, you can manipulate. Dog on it. You're in the back of the camera, Paris. Um, you can manipulate loyalty. You should, you shouldn't, but you definitely can. 
You can manipulate loyalty. What do you mean by that, Stephen Duke? You said, what do you mean by manipulate loyalty? But it's fair said that you can get them to do what you want them to do because you know they're loyal. Um, but is that what you mean by manipulating loyalty, Stephen Duke? Are you still here? I'm sure Stephen's still here. Oh, uh, Stephen's not here anymore. He's not gonna be able to answer. Oh, here he is. He's right there. He's still here. Um, but yeah, I wonder what that means. I wonder what you mean by that. I'm very curious because. I definitely, I feel like anything can be manipulated, but you know, I don't know. I feel like I want, I'm glad Steven, I'm glad you're on here. Cause like, wait, is that, is that the dynamic? Also, if you're going to respond, Steven, is that also the dynamic that you have with your girlfriend right now? Is that what you, is that the dynamic you guys have together? Is it going upstairs earlier? That one arm, <laughs> one arm, okay, this is too heavy for one arm. Um, anyway. But yeah, I'm curious. Let's see, I don't know if Steven's gonna respond. He's probably responding, probably typing right now. Um, oh, here we go, he says, Steven Duke says, I'm saying if you're in a position of power in a relationship, you can give a sense of dependency. Ah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, I think what I would do if I was like super rich from that kind of way, like I would make sure that they're self-sufficient enough so they're never staying exactly for the money, but like that I steal the richer one because like I'm the one that's working on it. But I don't, I don't mind if they become richer. If they want to be, if they want to work the hard, it's just hard to become that rich. And I wouldn't mind, like I wouldn't mind providing that lifestyle. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't want them to be like, oh, like you need me to eat. Like I want them to have their own situation, like our own. Like I would pay them, I would like hire them basically. Like I wouldn't give it to them. I would like, I'll hire them for, you know, if they're really hot, then you're gonna, you're gonna model my clothes or something. I'm gonna pay you the best rate, better rate than any of the other models in New York. Like, you know, you'll be like a top, you get paid like a top model because models don't get paid hardly anything. So I'll make sure they get really some real coin and residuals or whatever. and. So they at least have something to sustain, like, you know, themselves, their house, their house payment, their car note, their food, like everything that, that they have, like they have something of their own so they don't have to ask for everything because that's kind of weird to always ask that. But then it would just be like, like they would still have like a lot of free time so we can always hang out and stuff. Because otherwise it's like weird. I don't know. My mom's dating someone outside the state and it's fine. Like they're, they're, they're doing their thing. They're both busy people. But it's just like... I don't know if I would want to like not be able to be around the person that I um, care about, like the person that I'm with often. Oh my God, Paris, you literally keep on coming into the screen. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. No, it's okay. Is this little? I keep moving the camera. And you keep like coming back in the background. I'm not even paying attention. I'm sorry. No. Um, I should have I should have just moved the camera out of the way. Well, you're gonna be in this video. I'm not editing it. That's too much work. Um, let's see. Uh, Stephen Duke says they kind of have to be loyal in fear of, lo of losing you. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, they have to be loyal, and that's. Mm, I don't want them to live in fear, though. That's that's the part. I think I don't want them to live in fear, but I don't, like I want them to respect the blessings I bring from my hard work. You know, I think that's the part. Like I don't want them to live in fear. That's why I want them to have their own enough to survive and thrive, surviving. But then, just like I don't know, yeah, because they're running another empire. They're like a fellow billionaire. And so I get to the billionaire. The billionaire um, status, like, if you have a fellow billionaire, then you, you guys are ever gonna see each other because you guys are both running billion dollar empires. Like, how are you guys gonna, like, mesh your, mesh your industries? It's gonna be impossible almost. Um, Stephen Duke says, she does, my, she does my at home paperwork for me. Ooh, you got you a, a, um, a trophy secretary? A trophy, not secretary, a, a, a admin? Huh? Is it again? I said an accountant. An accountant. Stephen has an accountant boo. Hey, hey, accountant boo. Accountant bay. An, an account bay. He has an account bay. That's a stretch. But it's a good one. It's a good stretch. My sister nodded her head, said no. Shook her head, not nodded. Shook her head. To be clear, nodding, nodding is approval. Shaking is. Stop immediately. <laughs> um, but that's great for you, Stephen. That she's she's over here helping, supporting you with your paperwork, which is very important. You know, it's great to have somebody supporting and loyal. Like, what's the point of a relationship if they're so busy you can't be around them? Like, it's more about the bigger part. Like, I don't want to own them. I don't want them to feel like they're less than me. I want them to just be like just available. Honestly, like you, you're paying for the availability. And the way I'm building my business, I'm not going to have to work every day like that. Like, I have, like, managers and stuff already in place. And I work with, like, a lot of contractors. So I don't really need to always have a set schedule. Like, I can be able, we can be able, I want them to be able to, like, be available for walks, for, like, for things that we do daily. Like, I don't want to see them once every few months or for a few weeks. Like, I'm not interested in that. I want, like, like life is short. Life is beautifully brief. I'm not trying to have... Hey, honey, what's going on? Drink your smoothie, baby. He's drinking a smoothie, too. He has one just like mine, but his is more watered down. Um, let's see. Um, Steven says, that's old, toxic Steven. I try not to be like that. Okay. So, Steven has grown. Steven has developed and, and um, evolved from the old, toxic ways of... Um, I'm manipulating his partner to staying with them um, for <laughs> for dependency reasons purposes, and I respect that. I love that. I love that people can evolve. We are, I've evolved. You know, we've all evolved. You know, I'm so I'm just well, not all of us. Some people don't want to evolve. That's fine, whatever. But I I, res I respect that. Um, Stephen Duke says she does all the bills and stuff too. I say I just cut checks. There we go. Ooh, that's a great partnership right there. It's hard to cut checks. It's hard to cut checks. It's hard to get that money. It's hard to balance it all and organize it. So you guys are in a real partnership. Um, and I'm, I'm down for that too. Like maybe my partner does that. Maybe my partner keeps the house in order. Like I don't want them to like be the one mopping the floors and doing dishes. Like I would, I'd rather hire like, staff for that. But somebody's got to make sure that it's all organized. That it's like, you know, that the staff is doing the right things. And that the font sway is right. And, you know, I, like, I want somebody to be at the house and enjoying the mansion 
with me or something, you know? I don't know. I just want, I want, I don't want somebody who's too busy. I respect that I've been around those people. I've dated, like, super rich people. But, like, they're always busy. They're always traveling everywhere. They're always, like, in some stressful situation with their company. It's just a lot. It's always a lot. And there's always some dynamic. Because usually they're richer than me. And so it's, like, always some dynamic. That I feel judgment on my company. Like, they feel like I should be doing different things in my company. Stephen Duke says, I feel like that's how she contributes. That's awesome. That's, that's a big contribution. Because guess what? If you have to pay somebody that, accountants are expensive. I have one. And they're expensive. And so it's like, you don't, like, you have to value your people. So like, she is contributing. She's, she's giving a lot to, to the relationship by, um, by just being present and, you know, keeping things organized keeping your ad, your administration going. So that's great. Um, it says, Stephen Duke says she likes it. That's right, Stephen. That's right. You guys have a happy, you guys have a, like a, a balanced relationship. You have one son, right? You have multiple or you have one? You say you have one two-year-old. Um, Stephen says, I dated a girl in medical school and she was too busy for me. I hated it. Yeah. You have two kids. Okay. You have two, 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 one two-year-old and what's your, how old's your other one? Um, but yeah, in medical school, a seven month old, oh my God, Steven, congratulations, seven months. So you have, you had yourself a baby literally like, oh my God, that's so recent. That's like this, this year you had a baby. Oh my gosh. That's so crazy. Well, congratulations. I'm like, I'm really happy for you and your, for you and your girl. Are you guys married? Are you guys going to get married or what's going on? Um, and do you even believe in marriage? I don't, think, I don't think marriage is necessary all the time. Like, it's not really that important. But it just depends on how you develop it or how you frame your marriage, I guess. Um, I only got married because the year before I got married, or like, or actually a few months before I got married, is when, when LGBT marriages became legal. <laughs> so so I, I was like, we, we should get married because it's like, this is, just became legal. We need to use this up before they change their minds. But marriage was a scam for me. But it's not a scam for everybody. Some people are really happy in love. That's another thing. Some people project that people are on the spectrum, like their sexuality is on the spectrum. And some other people, they project that marriage, like negative relationships are, are like everybody's in a bad relationship. You know, just because I was in a bad relationship doesn't mean that everybody else has a, has a toxic relationship too. That's a bad projection. Both of those are bad projections. Both of those aren't healthy frames of mind to like look at the world. So I've had to learn because if I want a healthy relationship, I can't be thinking that everybody's relationship is healthy. Like I can look at Steven's situation, but like, oh, well, is she really happy? Oh, is this? Oh, like I'm sure they're dealing with drama. Like, yes, everybody deals with drama. Who cares? But if they're happy and they're in love and they have a, a bond that like helps them get through the tough, tough situations, then that's beautiful. You have to watch friends or people around you who have negative relationships and then they try to project that onto you and try to like project fear into your relationship, you know? Cause that can like, that can create something that, ne that wasn't even there. So I've been like really focused on the power of your mind, your mental mind frame or my, your, your mind, yeah, your mind frame of like what, what love is and what relationships are. Let's see, see if a seven month old and he said, Steven, Steven says, I have a ring. 
I don't know how to do it. I don't think it's that important, but it's big. It's big to her. Ooh, I hope she's not watching this. Um, yeah, I hope she, does she not on TikTok? Is she not on TikTok? I hope she's not on TikTok. I hope she doesn't find this video. Um, Steven says, um, people get it twisted because I'm not a weirdo test. I'm not a weirdo test head and can say if a guy is attractive. Oh, I see. Testosterone head and say the guy. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really great. That's really great that, you, that you're so comfortable in yourself that you can just be like, oh, that person's attractive. Like, why? Like, are we supposed to pretend as if we don't see that? I think women are gorgeous. I think women are beautiful. Like, it's crazy. I'm, I'm like a LGBT person, whatever. The G. I'm a G person. Um, and yet, the only people I listen to are women. Only people I'm even interested in their art are women. I think women are beautiful and gorgeous. Like, they're like, they're goddesses. And I think they're just the hottest people ever. Um, but for some reason, probably because I was raised by women, I don't, I feel like it's weird to like be with them intimately or something. I don't know. And I've, and I've been around supermodel friends. Like I have some of my friends are like super, supermodels. Like they're gorgeous, like just the most gorgeous people you see and women. And yeah, I just don't notice something that like. They, like, all remind me of my mom or something. They remind me of, like, my, the people who, like, my grandmother and my mom. So I don't know. It's just, it's this weird thing where, like, I can't disconnect it or something. Like, but then, but I think women are gorgeous. So it's so weird. Like, I don't, I know some gays, some gay people are just like, oh, um, like, oh, no, I don't want no, I don't, you know, want that. Like, I don't want that fish or whatever they call it. They, they disrespect women, basically. They disrespect them. Like, oh, God, I don't want that. I don't know. I'm good on that. I'm good. It's not like that for me. It's like, I respect them. I think it's beautiful. I think every part of their body is beautiful. Um, but for some reason, I'm just, like, only attracted to men when it comes to, like, that intimacy. Which is weird because that's the, it's, I don't know. I haven't had, I haven't had good, I have not had good luck with that. But then if I, if I was straight... I would have already been married because there have been so many amazing women that I could have been with. And they, they're, like, super loyal, super beautiful, like, great people. So sometimes I wish I could just, like, not be LGBT and be like, oh, my gosh. Like, just, I don't know. I just wish I could. But I would never disrespect a woman just to, to like, try to, like, live that untruth, you know? Unless it was true for me. Unless it was fully true that I was, like, was into that, then it would be different. But... I don't know. I'm trying to think because I always say like if Beyonce, if Beyonce wanted me and she broke up with Jay-Z, I would definitely go to her. Like I would immediately be with her and marry her and like do everything she wanted me to do. And I would learn how to eat, eat fish. <laughs> I'm not calling it fish because that's so rude. I would learn how to eat peaches because peaches are more clean and, and delicious. Um, so I would, I would learn how to eat peaches. I would learn how to do anything I need to do. Um, to make sure she's satisfied and happy and that we have some more kids. <laughs> um, so I guess maybe I am. Does that make me bi? I'm definitely not pan because I don't want anything that's transitioned. I'm not interested in that personally. No disrespect, but that's not for me. Um, but I definitely would... Yeah. If it was Beyonce, I would totally... I would like... 
like, it's not even a joke. Like, I totally would be down, like, 100%. But only Beyonce. Like, if Beyonce called me right now, she was like, hey, hey, Rock, you know, Jay and I didn't work out, and I saw your video, and, you know, I want to take you up on your offer. My kids need a stepdaddy. Um, you know, come over to the mansion. Let's get married today. I'd be like, how soon can I get there? I'm in Texas right now, but I will be... I don't even fly anymore, but I would catch a flight. I will catch a flight to get there, to get to L.A., to Bel Air, where she lives. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's, like, maybe I am a little bit by. I guess so. Hmm. But only for Beyonce. Um, but, yeah, so that's all I'll say. But, yeah, so I'm not, it's not that I'm a spectrum. It's just, like, that's just my situation. But for other people, like, I don't really, you know, I'd rather, like, a super hot, like, a super hot guy to be partnered with and stuff. Like, that's what I would do. Um, but maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't had good luck, you guys. I've had, like, the worst dating experiences. Like, everybody's been so terrible. I don't want to hook up anymore. I just want, like, a real loyalty, loyal situation. Like, real loyalty. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Um, I desire that, and I feel like I wrote a song today called Flock, and I just really think that, like, when you have all the money, when you have all your stuff together, like, these, like, people just flock to you already, like, it's just how it happens, and then you have to decipher which ones are real or not, and so I'm like, I'd rather just focus on my grind and let the other ones come, because I've been searching for that person sometimes in a way, not really searching, searching, but just kind of, like, open to it and seeing it. Like, being open to what's out there. But now I'm just like, no, can we just focus on my grind? And I'm going to, at some point, like, my success will be so overwhelming that my inbox will just overflow with whatever I want. And then I got to pick which I would, like, what's the best. You know, like, how you, are you at the grocery store, you pick the best avocado. Because some avocados are, like, too soft. Some avocados are too hard and never going to be ripened. And some avocados are just perfectly right. That it's a perfect, like, they're ready to, they're ready to enjoy that day. So, yeah, they're like, I want to be able to pick. I don't want to just be like, oh. I'm not in that space where I'm like, oh, I'm so thankful somebody loves me. So thankful somebody. No, I don't care. Like, a lot of people love me. Whatever. Like, I want loyalty. I want the whole package. And I deserve the whole package. So, I'm looking for my trophy. Why not? Why the heck not? I'm looking for my trophy. I'm done with, like, settling for anything. I've settled for so much. No more. I don't settle anywhere else in my life. I don't settle anywhere else in my life. Why should I settle there? Why should I feel bad for wanting what I want? I don't feel bad. I'm not going to. So thank you, Stephen, for adding your amazing uh, insight to this. I love these new subscriber-only chats because not only the, the voices that matter get to um, get to speak so I can really hear... You know, like you can go, we can go more into depth, more into depth. So if you guys want to become a subscriber, please become a subscriber. Um, and you can chat with me too on live. Thank you all for being here today. I will be heading out right now. I'm gonna jump off, but rock on, Mercuryans, and I will see you all on the next live. I'll finish all my juice. This juice was delicious. Get your juice in. Stay, stay fresh. Stay refreshed and good. So, all right, rock on, Mercuryans. Bye. Mm-hmm.